This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we're journeying on in Hebrews. Jesus, source of eternal salvation, warning against falling away. A sure and steadfast anchor, Melchizedek, and an indestructible life. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever. Your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand at thewordendures.org and on the Lutheran Public Radio app. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory Glory be to the the Father and to the Son and and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 20. May the Lord send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall. But we rise and stand upright. O Lord, save the king. May he answer us when we call. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. May the Lord send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. A reading from Colossians chapter 1. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. 
We know that Paul wrote this epistle to the Colossians while in prison, either in Caesarea Maritima or in Rome. So we residents of the United States who many of us have recently been ordered to shelter in place to prevent the spread of COVID-19 can certainly identify with Paul not having the freedom to travel where he wanted to go, to see the people whom he wanted to visit, and to further the mission work that he wanted to do. What we have trouble identifying with here is Paul's attitude in the midst of his confinement, such as can be heard and seen in the words that were just read from Colossians chapter 1. He does not wallow in a pity party. He does not paint his situation as dire and hopeless. He does not even complain about the lack of toilet paper in the prison. And certainly, he doesn't even panic in the face of the possibility of death. But instead, he offers great encouragement about who and what he is praying about during this time of confinement and what his hope is for the many loved ones of the congregation whom he longs to see and to hold once again. Listen again to what Paul writes about his confinement. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Those of you who are our seminary students watching this live stream should hear in Paul's words the encouragement of our whole faculty as we speak from our confinement to your confinement, praying ever more fervently for your learning and growth as future pastors and deaconesses in these weeks and months of the spring quarter. Paul's confinement, if anything, gave him more time to pray for the congregations that he had helped establish. And so it is with you and with me in our time of confinement, in this very, very unusual Lenten season that we are experiencing. We have more quiet opportunities to pray for the needs of the church and the world than any previous Lenten tide that I can remember in my 61 years. Paul's frequent prayers for his churches is a regular pattern of his apostolic ministry that should shape our own ministries. And for what did Paul pray? What Paul prayed for is the subject of this faculty's prayers for our students in these days, that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. We pray that as you use the scriptures in this time, you will be filled with the knowledge of his will, 
that is revealed in those scriptures, gaining spiritual wisdom and understanding from these scriptures that will be a great blessing in your future vocation. We also pray that this word of God in you bears the outward fruit of every good work, as Paul talks about here, knowing that when you are attached to Jesus, the true vine, you become branches who bear much fruit. For apart from Christ, we can do no good thing in God's eyes, but in Christ, whatever we do in love for God and for our neighbor is a pleasing good work to God. Even though these are trying times with limited mobility, there are still so many opportunities to show our love for God and neighbor. And we see this every day. We see young people buying groceries for older people. We see volunteers making uh, needed items like masks for hospitals. Paul continues here by writing, May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Yes, this was written by Paul, who did not see light normally during his time of confinement. It was his prayer for these Christians it's my prayer for Christians today that you be strengthened with the divine power and might for enduring what we must go through in these weeks and months. But more than that, endurance and patience with joy for the lifelong journey that's ahead of us. This is what is but one tough road in a long marathon. This lifelong journey of faith in Jesus and of following him. This journey is one that Paul describes as filled with giving thanks in the midst of sufferings, thanking the Father that we share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Now how do we get such a privileged inheritance? The inheritance of the saints in light from the Father. Paul tells us. He puts it so beautifully at the close of our text. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The Father redeemed us. He bought us back. He paid the price of our sins through the atoning sacrifice of his son on the cross. In short, the Father gave us his beloved son unto death, and that death has delivered us from the hopeless darkness of sin and death that we see sometimes all around us into the light of an eternal, resurrected, life. I remember my childhood. My father did not like winters. He dreaded them. He dreaded their arrival. And we lived in northern Wisconsin where winters are long and you count 
the, the, the cold days by counting the number of consecutive days below zero. It was a fact that spring and summer were coming. That future helped my father to endure the present of the winter days. Our text is telling us about a fantastic future inheritance that we see and know in a risen and living Lord Jesus Christ. It is that future that helped Paul endure his present struggles and sufferings in patient joy and hope. And it is that same future that helps us to have patient joy and endurance in the midst of this crisis and all others that will come. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. <clears throat> mercy O Christ have mercy O Lord have mercy our, our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. In the day of my trouble I call upon you. For you answer me. Hide your face from my sins. And blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold me with a willing spirit. Because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. For you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with my whole heart. And I will glorify your name forever. May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say evermore, God is great. Save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are new every morning. And though we deserve only punishment, you receive us as your children and provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. God of all compassion, keep safe all those who care for the sick and elderly, and give them a spirit of renewed dedication, that in the midst of our current health crisis, they may be strengthened with an extra measure of courage and compassion as they attend to the needs of all who suffer. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I thank, thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.